Hello, Trash Crusaders. Welcome to Minnesota 2 of Save Trash Cinema, the podcast where exploitation and exploration come together. It is I, your guide through trash cinema, your friendly neighborhood garbage can, Cayman Darty. And on today's episode, we're buckling our seatbelts and getting hot and heavy with the 2021 French horror trasher piece. Titan. But before we get into that, let me introduce you to the only mustache that'll make your papa cry and my co-host, Bennett Thompson. Bennett, how are you this evening? Oh, we we travel. Oh, I don't speak much French. I'm great. After that film, I feel fantastic. <laughs> great. Glad to hear. Well, before we jump into the episode proper, uh, let's do a little quick housekeeping. We'd love it if you rated and reviewed the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Don't forget, you can also be on the show by emailing us your thoughts and questions to savetrashcinema at gmail.com, or you can DM us on Twitter at savetrashcinema or on Instagram at savetrashcinema as well. Now, let's jump into a little overview of Titan. Titane is a 2021 French art house body horror bonanza directed by Julia Ducournau, which I will go ahead and preface. There's a great chance I will fucking all of these names up because I do not speak French, so I do apologize in advance. Julia, you got that part right. I did. Well, Julia Ducournau is best known for the sensational breakout cannibal coming-of-age film Raw from 2016. The film is led by newcomer to the scene Agatha Roussel as Alexia. And opposite of her is Vincent, played by, and you won't believe this, Vincent. Vincent Vincent. Linden. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't point out that Vincent Linden is in one of my favorite French mind trips, La Moustache, about a man who shaves his mustache off. Wait a minute, you're serious? A hundred percent. If you've didn't never seen La Moustache, of this to me before. You acted like well, I should know who this Vincent guy is. I've never seen him before. I called him the French Elliot Stabler. Well, let me tell you this: if you haven't seen La Moustache, you Why are in for I a seen La Moustache. You have a it podcast a fucking... called Save Trash Cinema. I have this fuzzball on my top <laughs> lip, and you've not recommended La Moustache to me? Well, I am recommending it to you right now. Stop the film also friends. stars Grance Marlier, the star of Ducournau's Raw. So she has a very bit part at the very beginning of the film, but I do want to include her because she is the lead in Ducournau's Raw. And wow. if you haven't seen that film either, 100% go see it. The film itself goes as such alexia suffers a terrible skull injury and has a titanium plate fitted into her head when she is a child when she gets out of the hospital she rejects her parents and passionately embraces the car that almost killed her in the coming years she has problems with her sexuality and meets vincent vincent is a tortured man who after the disappearance of his son tries to preserve his strength by injecting steroids into his aging body the pair lives become intertangled and the two head towards a dramatic conclusion together titan is currently streaming on hulu but you can also rent or purchase the film from a variety of different outlets the film runs for just over an hour and 45 minutes and is considered certified fresh on rotten tomatoes with a score of 89 percent which makes it 
the highest rated film we've covered on Save Trash Cinema so far. It is also worth pointing out that the director, Julia Dorcornal, was nominated for Best Director at the 2022 BAFTA, as well as for the Palme d'Or at the Cannes Film Festival, amongst hundreds of other nominations and wins across most festival circuits. With that overview out of the way, let's get on with the show. Titan, everyone. That was really fantastic. And and afterwards finding out, like you just said, all these awards that the movie won and the standing ovations that they got at all these film festivals. And it it's but it's a very film nerd kind of film, right? Like mm-hmm. I don't think it's like simple, easy, digestible Hollywood blockbuster kind of movie, mm-hmm. if that's what you're looking for. But it has the spit and polish of one of those kinds of movies. The cinematography, fantastic, color palette, excellent. Um the use of sound and silence, absolutely brilliant. Some bangers in there on the soundtrack. It's sure, not loaded. Sure. You don't get like 18 song album soundtrack, but the four or five that you do get, and there's some that they use that they put into your head and you end up singing these songs in your head that they never actually play. The way that they make your brain think and hear and use sound that a lot of movies can't do. It's, it's, it's brilliant storytelling. But if you're looking for a straight point A to point Z kind of plot, this ain't your kind of film. This is oh, gosh, twisted no. in all the right ways. <clears throat> yeah, this movie, I, I almost would say, it, I would be hard-pressed to not point out, at least from the very start, um, this is not a movie that you watch with your parents. This no, no, is no. a hard no. R-rated no. film. I, I am shocked to at it, certain points that this film even got an R rating. Um, there, are, there are moments in here that I legitimately was like, this movie could be classified as a too extreme for mainstream film. Um, it is violent. It is hypersexual. Um, they do not, they, they do Ooh. not cut corners. They lay it out to you in the most visceral ways possible. And then they set it on fire. The literally at points. Um, the thing is, though, is I think that that's it, it that adds to the overall viewing, right? A lot of the film has to do, especially with the intros, as we mentioned in the overview, uh, it deals with a car crash. Um, that's kind of the crux of the beginning of the film is this car crash and this infatuation with cars. It reminds me of, um, the movie crash back in the day with James Spader and um, I forget who the lady was in that one, but you know, there's, there's moments where it's, it's very hypersexual and it's all around cars. And as you get further into the film, a lot of that starts to play into the allegories and themes of the film, but subtly at points. And then it does hammered into your, the side of your temple at times. Ooh, yeah. And so the thing is, though, is that the them doing it in a way that's very in your face, very gratuitous, very smash mouth kind of forceful nature to it. Um, it adds that extra layer, um, that crunchiness, that dirtiness, that filmy grime that really kind of hammers home a lot of these 
allegories. And and I'm going to go ahead and say it right now before we jump in any further. Look, this movie is a hard cut on wanting to play to the sensibilities that this is a this is a queer film. Um, the director has said as much. Um, this movie handles with a lot to do with um, with sexual identity, um, being non-binary, transgender. Um, it is heavy emphasis on that. And some of the themes, some of the allegories are subtle at times. And then other times they, like Bennett said, take a jackhammer to the side of your skull. But before we kind of really get too much further into that, I do kind of want to start off and ask you, Bennett, like, why would you consider this film trash cinema? I think, again, like I said earlier, it's the spit and the polish of Hollywood and a really weird and quirky, unpredictable film. Definitely nothing like it. There's not a story pattern that it follows. It might trickle you down a path in the beginning that you think that the film is going to be about and then never really gets there. And, and you're surprised by it. With the runtime, I said this a few times during the movie, I felt like uh, I was in there for a lot longer in a good way. I felt like the movie went on a very long time, but you really get enveloped into the world. Like I mentioned before with the silence, the way they use sound and, and big sets, the, the sets were fantastically designed, big, huge sets, lots of extras and really good use of that sound. So you really feel encapsulated in some of these spaces and moments, long cuts, big, long, long cuts, lots of fantastic lighting scenes. There's a lot of play with light and fire reflections. Um, it's, it, it's, it's artsy without shoving it in your face and making you feel like you're not cool if you don't get it. Um, sure. It leaves a lot of stuff to the imagination. So you end up scratching your head in, in just the right ways. You, I don't need to get it, but I think I really liked it. it. For me, it was one of those satisfying movies that I wouldn't expect a lot of people to get. Good word on, on not watching with your parents. It's not even that it's all that gory. If you're thinking about this in standard horror tropes, there's not a lot of, well, blood. There's not a lot of blood. There's a lot of other liquids. There's, there's not a lot, lot of other liquids. <laughs> uh, there's not a, a ton of gore. There's some more body modification stuff. But again, it's not necessarily bloody, gory, ooey gooey kind of stuff really really well done i honestly thought that was some of the highlights of the film for me was some of the uh, practical effects they use on some mm. bodies that again yeah. subtle and that it's not like a, it's a monster movie but um i hope that's not a spoiler it's not really a monster movie but it's a sure it's, it's very well done and it's not for it's not as digestible for the going public mm. at large i think that makes it trash sure. cinema and i think it makes it yeah. good trash cinema yeah, see, I look at it in the exact same way you do with the added effect of this is has heavy elements of sexploitation. There are a lot of very gratuitous nude shots of a lot of different people, um, especially right early the, on. Right out the on. gate. Yeah, early yeah, on. It's, just like, okay, and there's and, and we're we're trying to avoid it. we're trying to avoid spoilers at all costs because this film is one that you need to watch with literally knowing as little as possible. So Thank you for sticking with us. Probably go watch it and finish this episode. We're not going to spoil anything, but a lot of what we're going to say makes more sense in context. Um, but it is heavy on sexploitation, but it's also incredibly heavy on body horror. It reminds me of a mix between Christine and Cronenberg's The Naked Lunch. There is so much body horror in this movie. It is terrifying 
there's elements that almost reminded me a little bit of uh, of Cronenberg's The Fly at certain points where the body modifications as they're taking place, these naturalistic evolution of the way Alexia's character goes through the film um, is grotesque. It is not a monster movie, but it's also kind of a monster movie. And so, you know, so there's points in that. the way that they make you feel it too. It's not just like, yeah. oh, look, here's something gross and weird. It's mm. you really get built up by the way, the camera frames by the long scenes where it takes you to get to the point you're, you're holding your breath. Did this a couple of times in the movie, your heart's pounding or skipping a beat because they set you up to feel what they're experiencing through these body mm -hmm. modifications. That's why it's so impactful. Again, if I looked at, I feel like if I looked at snapshots, I don't know that I'd say grotesque, but when you feel it and go through the, how they display it to you and how you are brought into what that's going to feel like so often in this movie, that's why it's, you got to like being uncomfortable. It's going to put you in situations where you're going to be uncomfortable and it's going to make you think and feel weird things. And that's exactly yeah. what I like about movies like this. And it definitely relies on the shock factor that you get with a lot of the vintage trash cinema films. Um, you know, whether it's looking back to like the drug PSA films, things like Reaver Madness, where the whole purpose of the film was to shock you and to scare you into thinking a certain way. This film isn't going to try to scare you into thinking a certain way, but there are moments in this film, especially very early on and at the very end. Um, that are just, they just grab you and they shake you and they just demand that you keep your eyes peeled and looking at the screen. And it's uncomfortable. It's unsettling, but it's just brilliantly done. Oh my yeah. God. Is it There's a pattern done. to most of those scenes where you're, you're long shotted and you're kind of getting the feel into it again. It's not a heavy music uh, movie. The use of sound really brings mm. you in and walks you into these scenes in a very similar way where you're scratching your head. Is that what I think happening, happening? And then you begin to like really slowly get built and brought into it. it so many times during the movie where they did that and just so fantastically well done. It breaks into a few different sections really well as well. So it tells a few different stories over one larger story. It as Cameron said, touches a lot on sexuality, a lot on uh, just love in the general sense, um, mm -hmm. the platonic, paternal, uh, romantic. It's, it covers everything without being a love story, you know? Sure. Some, I'm yeah. sure, would give it that Mickey and Mallory twist to it, but like, eh, there's love involved um, and redemption and understanding, and it covers a whole gamut. I'm sure there's a lot more to be written and said about it, but the, the movie itself, if you like, just a nice polished movie with a lot of head scratching moments and you like getting uncomfortable. Yeah. I like you, know, and I, you know what, what I enjoy is I feel like juxtaposing uh Titan against a film like we did for the first mini sode uh, fresh, right? Fresh, fresh felt so surgical. Every scene was deliberate and it was cut so magnificently and it was, it just felt like it was done with such manicured hands. Like the way that it was, every scene was just meticulously put together and every shot was so meticulous and finely done. And it was just so everything felt so perfect. And that plays to the way that fresh was right. Fresh had that surgical nature to it and it had to feel 
fresh, obviously. Um, Whereas Titan, it's all tone. This is a much different tone. This is very dissonant tone, but I like dissonant. Titan, when you compare it to the other, feels messy. It feels gross. It feels like it's just been put together in a way that things are there and they make sense on why they're there. But scenes just happen and you're they sometimes can feel disjointed, but it feels disjointed in a way that works. Right. Because that's the way the movie is. It is the movie starts with a car crash and the whole film feels every scene feels like just another moment in that crash. Right where things are moving so fast and so quick and everything is messy. Everything is wrong. And you feel that in this It has movie. been for a while. It helps you fill in the gaps of the time that you don't see with, oh no, this yeah. has been bad in bad ways that I can't really understand. And they ain't going to show me. You really get that pull in without a dump of exposition either. Like that's another thing that I like about movies like yeah. this. When you're smart enough to not have to dump exposition. That Fresh did that really well as well, where mm-hmm. you're not just force feeding somebody what they, you think they need to know. You let them fill in the gaps, but you make it really clear with the tone that you use. You know, with Joe Cornell's, uh, you know, not debut film, she had made another movie, co-directed a film back years and years before. Um, There's not really much on that one. I couldn't really find much details about that film itself. Um, But with Raw, her, the film that essentially put her in the spotlight, Raw was Raw. Right. Is visceral. Raw. It has it has elements like Titan. Like you can see that she's coming into her own as a director. But the way that she's kind of evolved is that it's like she she's leaning more into the roots of the exploitation genre. Uh, where Raw is a coming-of-age film about a girl who goes off to veterinarian school. She's a vegan, and it ends up with cannibalism and a bunch of weird shit. It is wild, and I highly recommend it. Um, But that kind of step from Raw to Titan is a... It's just such an interesting dynamic. It's that shift. You can see that it's a, a director who has found their voice, and has found it a really good way. And I have to point out that the main actress, um, Agath, Agath, I don't, it's Agatha, I don't, it's, there's an E at the end. So we're just going to say Agatha, her, Alexia, the actress that plays Alexia. Got she it. She is insanely fucking good in this movie. Ooh, and like, she has to cover a lot of territory. She's got to cover ooh. a lot of ground. You see her top to bottom stripped inside and out, and she's got to be yeah. comfortable. But man, does she challenging role and she's highly skilled she did an amazing job this is her debut film yeah well debut last oh 100 won't be her last but her character and and there's a point in the film where she essentially just stops speaking like at all for a good chunk of the movie (laughs) and her emoting all these feelings these feelings of anger being scared just straight up being a sociopath or even a psychopath at certain points. Her ability to emote is just impressive. And, you know, and then you have Vincent uh, Linden, who is just fucking incredible, too. I mean, the cast in this movie, and it's mainly just the two of them, like, they carry the whole film. 
Yeah, um, I honestly can't remember too many other names from the movie. There were definitely other bit characters, and there was lots of cast. There was definitely a lot of extras. Mm. There were big scenes, um, big dance numbers, <laughs> with like three, four firemen. <laughs> yeah, there's there's long extended dance scenes. Uh, Almost but, felt like Gaspar knows like, climax. Oh, ooh, climax! Oh yeah, the climax. That's a yeah, fantastic. Yeah, that's a dance scene for you. Not too dissimilar. Two two and a half hours of one continuous <laughs> shot of dancing. So, audience, if you've never seen Gaspar Noe's um, climax, let me recommend it to you. You are going to have a hard time watching the whole thing because it is a fucking gut punch from the time it starts and the time it ends. But guess what? It's one complete shot. It's wild, and we will definitely have to cover it on the show because it's awesome. But I think the I point stands in the sequel. <laughs> oh God, I can only imagine what that would be Good like. Good dancing, <laughs> some fun. There's some, uh, you know, fun moments. It's not a comedy by any stretch of the imagination. No, I, I don't know how you could. This is one of those movies. How do you pigeonhole it into a specific genre? It's suspense. It's horror. It's it's ish. You know, everything's going to have an ish on it in the end for me. For me, mm. it's an experience. It's one of those it's, kind of film yeah. experiences that if you're, if you can read through the lines, if you like, you know, weird stuff, or if you, maybe you're a Coen Brothers guy, you probably might like to slip into some French cinema. This is one of the ways you could go. Yeah. I mean, and look, it's streaming currently on Hulu. And so if you get a Hulu subscription and you got an hour and 48 minutes to kill, it's a fantastic movie. So that kind of brings me to the next question, the big question that we always ask on these minisodes, and that is, does this film help save trash cinema? Yeah. yeah, I think it does. It, it, it's weird, and it's not just weird because it's it's French. It's definitely got some French weird to it. It's got some you know little things that... Uh, that puts you in that world that you might not be familiar with. And then it puts you in a really uncomfortable space when it challenges your emotions and it doesn't follow a pattern. It's, it's, it's a very easy to follow movie with a lot of symbolism, a lot of heavy overtones uh, covering a lot of ground uh, with really powerful, impactful performances, fantastic cinematography, fantastic score, great palette choices, great lighting. It, big huge shots monumental shots um top to bottom there's some it's it's a really clean beautiful movie and it's got that that perfect little dash of of weird and unexplained and how that really doesn't seem all that important <laughs> like if you just wrote it all down on a piece of paper you'd be you'd be asking somebody to fill in these gaps well when you watch the movie you just say I couldn't have taken an idea like that and created it. It's a brilliant film and it's absolutely trash cinema because it's not for the walk walking public. This is a unique film that only a few people will really treasure enough to think it's fantastic. I, I think it is. I think it's one of those movies where if you're willing to challenge yourself and you can watch more than fast and furious 30, then you're probably going to like it. I agree hundred percent there. Yes, Don't watch I it. Think... If you're my parents do not watch this film. If you're my parents, well, as we all know, my mother doesn't listen to the show. She'll so she'll definitely not get this recommendation from me. But uh, yeah, no, like I agree hundred percent. I think this film elevates modern trash cinema. Um, it takes it to the next level where, you know, this isn't. It doesn't feel as much like it's paying homage to the films of yesteryear, where you would have a film like Zombie or. 
It is, yeah. Look at my vocabulary. Look so at verbiz. So verbiz. Um, but no, like it it doesn't feel like it's playing to an audience of people who explicitly want to see movies that feel like they came from the 70s or 80s. Um, it cuts its own path. It forges its own path. And it, it does things that modern cinema is not doing right now. And that is shocking an audience, whether it be through insane body horror or through some heavy doses of sexploitation. Um, it's not playing to the tropes that you would see. This is a movie unlike anything that I think that you would see um, at all. <laughs> um, you just won't see a movie like this. Uh, I hope not that at she your neighborhood continues. movie theater. You'd have to no. have something like this at you know a, a, a film festival or something weird. And that's I, why I, I agree. Well, at the film festivals, if if you like going to film festivals, if you've ever thought about it and and never have, if you've even done done like a local one, but you, like you get that sense of it and you understand why something like this would do so well. But yeah, it's it's, it's got a lot of flavor. Um, and it's got a lot of uniqueness. I like the term that you use for shocking. I wasn't thinking about that, but th there's so many moments that really just shock and 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 disturb you. But I, that's one of the things that I like about film. And it's I, I still wouldn't call it a horror movie. It, it's not shocking in a horror way where you just jump scares. There's really, I don't know if I even counted a single jump scare. It's not really oh, that no. kind of movie. No, definitely no, definitely no traditional jump scares. There are going to be, there's several moments that are going to make you feel squeamish. Um, <laughs> not in a, not in a sense that you would think of like a film like Hostel or Saul that is it's their purpose. No. And, you know, those movies, their shock value comes with how much blood can we show on screen at one point? Um, this movie has that that visceral, um, gnarly, just in your face aesthetic where there's certain sequences that the camera doesn't cut and you just so badly want it to cut for just a minute. <laughs> oh. And so, you know, I look uh, for me personally, um, highly recommend the film. My final thoughts on it are absolutely give this a watch. Uh, if you're interested in trash cinema, if you're interested in modern trash cinema, French art house, uh, if you want something that's going to shake you to your core, if you want something that's going to be different, unique, something that you haven't seen before, this movie is going to be one of those films that just hammers that home. It's going to be a minute. It'll it, won't lubricate you. Been around. Take us home. Take us home with your final thoughts. Final thoughts. Watch the movie. It, it's not your standard you're, again this isn't the movie you're going to see in in a standard movie theater this is sit at home crank the volume pop yourself on the couch and get ready for an experience uh, it's, it's not a love story but it is it's not a gay story but it absolutely is it's not a violent movie but it's certainly violent it's not a horror movie but there's definitely elements it's it's a roller coaster ride that you can never draw a, a clear circle around and if you like those kinds of movies, if you like feeling uncomfortable and, and the places that a movie like that can put you in, a few movies can do it better. Yeah, I agree. Well, guys, hey, look, watch Titan. Watch Titan. Thumbs Come up. We give, it a, we give it a thumbs up. Well, <laughs> hey, if you've enjoyed the show today, 
Uh, please rate, review, and share the hell out of it with all of your friends and loved ones and worst of enemies. Honestly, word of mouth is key, and we are not beggars, but also we kind of are beggars. And also, fuck Keith. Fuck Keith. <laughs> and hey, if you're interested in video games, guess what? We got a second podcast. Uh, <gasps> check out our main podcast. That is the Spotlight Games podcast. You'll see it on all of your favorite streaming services. We also have a YouTube channel, so do not be a heathen. And watch this banter about video games there as well. In the meantime, you can follow me at Kid Cayman or main podcast at Spot Games Pod on Twitter and at Spotlight Games Podcast on Instagram. If you want to be part of the show, whether it be a guest host or you have a movie recommendation, you can reach us at Save Cinema at gmail.com or Save Try Cinema at all of our socials. And with that being said, and I really want to drive this home to you guys. We would love to hear recommendations from the audience. If you guys have movies that you think that we you want to hear us cover, whether it's long format or short format, like our mini soaps, give us a shout. We're all yours. And that's uh, taking us home. Remember, five big box office, save trash cinema. Remember, guys, five big, five box, big office. box office, save trash cinema. One more time, but it shut the fuck up.